For UT Tyler Radio, I'm Mike Landis. For the first time in 20 years, the East Texas Crisis Center has a new executive director. Lana Peacock dedicated 30-plus years to the mission of the East Texas Crisis Center. She's passed the baton to Nicole Masters-Henry to lead the organization. And Nicole is our guest today. Welcome. Thank you for having me. You're new to East Texas, but you're a native Texan, right? Correct. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. Well, tell us about your your journey as you as you arrived here in Tyler. It's been wonderful. Um, it was kind of a quick transition. Um, it all came about in May, and then here I was, August 1st, um, but it has been um, a great move for my family and I. The community is just lovely. Everybody's been very welcoming. Now, I understand that you recently launched a signature workshop that you call Dream Catching. Tell us about that. So one of the things I like to do on the side for fun, and I know people think, That's not fun. That's just more work. (laughs) But I work with women to help them bring their dreams um, into reality. And so I help them with uh, designing a plan uh, on how to make their dreams come true. And so we do a vision board workshop. And then beyond that, I teach them how to do goal setting, uh, how to evaluate your progress, um, how to adjust your plan when there's changes that need to be made. Um, Because I want to see women fulfill purpose. And uh, what's so fascinating about that is that it it doesn't just apply to us like a job specifically or whatever. It could, it could be, I want to learn to play the violin. Absolutely. <laughs> whatever that goal is. Um, I had a goal last Thanksgiving. Again, I have some weird hobbies, <laughs> but I decided the week of Thanksgiving, I wanted to paint. Huh? So that Friday, I left work and I went by the arts uh, supply store and I bought all kinds of supplies. And that week of Thanksgiving, I sat down and I learned to paint. Well, good for you. <laughs> well, we have to bring some of your, your items by. We'd love to see well, those. I don't know if you want to see them, though. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> now, you've worked in the nonprofit sector for a couple of decades now. And prior to coming to East Texas, you began something called Shared Worth. Can you tell us about that? So Shared Worth is a small housing program that provides shared housing intervention. And what shared housing is, it's a very old concept. It's roommate uh, sharing. And so typically what we find is that we have someone that is what we call house rich but money poor. So it may be a widower, someone living on their pension or retirement, and um income isn't increasing, but daily expenses are increasing. And the home may actually be paid for, but that fixed income is not enough to sustain how our economy is at this moment. And so they need somebody to come in that can rent a room, provide some additional cash uh, that will help them with expenses. But that person can also provide support if necessary, assistance with running errands, going to the grocery store, cooking meals if that's necessary. Medical visits, that sort of thing. All those things. Mm -hmm. What drew you to this line of work? What was it that that gave you the the heart for this? I really think it was... um, The people I was surrounded by, community is important. And um, at my church that I grew up at, Eastland Street Baptist Church in Fort Worth, Texas, I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by a group of professionals that were counselors, um, social workers, and these were men and women that 
came to church every Sunday, but then when they left church, they went out into the community. And so they just reinforced that in um, our youth group uh, when it came to volunteering and serving the community. And I remember as a 14-year-old going out to an apartment complex that was considered a low-income complex and we would uh, provide meals and snacks and activities for the kids and summer camps and I just fell in love with serving and it's, it's just stuck it's just what I do a, ch- a church that uh, walks the walk correct as, as well as talking the talk on Sunday mm-hmm. your predecessor spent three decades in the East Texas Crisis Center two of them as the executive director what are your goals for the organization going forward um, Lana has laid a great foundation. When I arrived my first day, August 1st, I was completely blown away. Um, Of course, our location is an undisclosed location, so I hadn't been to the shelter yet. And typically in smaller cities, um, the shelters are um, smaller or still renovated houses. And so when I drove up on the campus, I was like, oh my gosh. And to find out that um, we're a 30,000 square foot uh, facility and we have locations in three other counties that we serve, I was just blown away by the work that this team has done. And I really want to build upon what Lana has started. And then also I want to help move the community towards providing more stable and safe housing options. Um, Because one of the things that keeps victims vulnerable is the inability to provide for themselves and their families. And so often what we see now for victims is she's in a relationship with the apartment, is what we say. So um, we're not saying she's using the person just for their apartment, but what makes things happen at an escalated rate is that she needs somewhere safe for her and her kids to to, to stay. And so she's preyed upon, and then she's vulnerable, and she moves in with someone who begins to abuse her. She comes to shelter, gets free of that relationship, and moves out of shelter. But if you don't have the income to sustain rent and other housing expenses, you're vulnerable once again. And so you find yourself in another situation, dating someone or moving someone in to help you meet expenses, and then the cycle starts all over again. What is your do list between now and the end of the year? What's on your to-do list? Uh, Well, I'm still just listening and observing. I want to make sure I am hearing the heart of the staff there. We have an amazing team um, at the Crisis Center, uh, learning what the community expects from us. That's important as well. And then having some time with uh, survivors to hear what is it that they need during this time in their lives. How could we better serve you? And then from there, we develop a plan on how we're going to move forward. In continuing the work that you're doing there, what can people listening to this story today do to help you? Um, What you can do is you can volunteer. We are always looking for volunteers. Um, We have uh, volunteer opportunities in shelter, uh, volunteer opportunities in our administrative offices, uh, volunteer opportunities working directly with um, uh, victims, but also financial support. Um, we need the funds to function. We're just like any other business, and we need uh, money to keep going and to serve. Uh, we need your support. We are here to keep our uh, citizens safe in Tyler, and so we need the support of Tyler citizens. 
Our guest has been the new executive director of the East Texas Crisis Center, Nicole Masters-Henry. To hear this interview again or to share it, go to kvut.org. I'm Mike Landis for UT Tyler Radio.